0: hello, hello everybody. I am burning with something on the inside for you all. So I will give just um, a few more seconds to let y'all hop on. Hey, hey, Sarah, Jeannie, Dawn, Charlie, Andrea, Natalie. Hello. By the way, Natalie, outstanding fight time, Friday, yep, you deserve an applause, Kelly, awesome addition to the team, you deserve an applause, every lady, such a blessing, Um, Mandy's faithfulness, Sharon's faithfulness, Casey's faithfulness, Um, Lexi, Kelsey, let me think, who all is our, I can't, when I start naming, I can't remember who I've already said, but you know the team. These ladies are so faithful. Kayla, these ladies are so faithful, and Brittany, we are so blessed by this team. So tomorrow, Casey and I have a special broadcast tomorrow night. You'll want to be sure to, um, to dive in on that because tomorrow is our two-year Cove Ladies Fight Time anniversary. Tomorrow will be two years ago that we launched. um, I'm trying to get my notifications where they don't keep going off. Where we launched Fight Time. And I think Casey can vouch for this. I think we started with like 60 ladies. Looks like we have 8.03 maybe today. So look what the Lord has done. All right. I know, Amy, you're right. So hey, Courtney. Hey, Kaylee. Hey, Teresa. All of you that... um, if I miss saying hello to you, I wanna thank you for jumping in. Whew, I hope I can get through this without hey Lisa, hope I can get through this without boo hooing. Um, because I feel it. Whoo, I feel it on the inside. So I woke up this morning and I just felt like the Lord said, I want some time with you. And normally I go to the church on Tuesdays and uh I woke up, my husband was working today, and Jaren was gone, and I just felt like the Lord said, don't go anywhere, don't go to the church to pray today, I just, I want some time with you, and I just leaned into it, and um, it's, I think I used to feel like pastors I used to envy pastors before I was one thinking that they just had time to speak to the Lord all the time and that they just were constantly caught up in the presence of God and then my husband and I became pastors and I recognized that the the struggle is real because there are so many opportunities to chase people down and and worry about things and 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 a lot of distractions that can Come and in, in your job and also in my job, even though it is pastoring. So I just today was a different day. I felt like the Lord said, "I, I want you. I want some time with you." Shut it all down, and so I did. And uh, instead of going to the church to pray at noon, I I came into around. I think by the time I finally got into the place where I was praying, it's like twelve twenty four. And I did my head like this, put my hands in my head, and I said, Lord, here I am. I'm coming into your presence to focus on you. And I said, I'm pushing everything else to the side. I'm driving everything else out. I'm I'm, I'm moving it all out so I can just focus on you. And I began to say, Lord, sometimes it is so hard to stop everything and get into your presence because I feel so distracted. It's it's so hard to get caught up in your presence because there's just so much, so many opportunities just squeezing my my prayer time away from me. It's just, and I almost just felt like a squeezing, like, God, it's, it's hard to really just get caught up in your presence because of of everything else just squeezing that prayer life um, out of me instead of me being able to just flow in, in the prayer life that I desire to have. And so I just, I just laid my, I just laid my head in my hands and I said, God, really want you to reveal yourself to me in this moment. I knew I was gonna do this because i've been I've been doing this. and he just began to flood me with it's not revelation, but just I he opened my eyes to see all the things that all the things he's doing for me. And he showed me this. He gave me this vision. He said, you're living so distracted and so busy. And so caught up in things that don't matter and worrying about unimportant things. Consumed with things that are not of utmost importance. And he said, you're so caught up in it. And he showed me like myself walking down a really, really, really busy urban downtown street, I was walking down, like most of us are Texans, so like Dallas, Texas, walking down this really busy, high traffic area, and somebody walking up to me and handing me a check for a million dollars, and I don't acknowledge it. I just keep walking. I just stay caught up in all my busyness, and I just start sifting through that million dollars as if it was nothing, didn't acknowledge the blessing, didn't, didn't acknowledge the person, just so busy, just using it up, using it up, but never acknowledging it. And he said, sometimes you get so caught up in busyness and unimportant things and distractions, and I am pouring very important blessings out on you and you don't see it. You don't acknowledge it. So I pulled out my journal. I'm not a journaler. All of you journaling ladies, I envy you. I'm I'm doing Casey's challenge. I mean, not Casey's challenge. Kelly's challenge. It was a big challenge to me because I'm not a journaler. I make these journals, (laughs) and then I don't use them. So as you can see, I made this in November, and I'm only like this using this much, and this is like four that I've started, so anyway, I I don't journal well. I picked up the pen, and I wrote this down, and I'm going to share it with y'all, and I said, while in prayer today, I felt convicted for all the blessings the Lord pours out on me so generously that I fail to acknowledge. Then the thought You never know what you've got till it's gone. Crossed my mind. And I said, God, I refuse. I refuse to live under this saying. I refuse to live a life. Of, I never know what it's got, what I've got until it's gone. And I started being able to see some really important things that God pours out on me that I don't acknowledge. I begin to see Him having to strip them away. And all of a sudden, I realized what I had. I didn't realize it when I had it. I didn't realize how priceless and precious and wonderful it was until it was gone. And I said, I refuse. To live my life not knowing what I've got until it's gone. And I just began to weep. And I wrote this. I said, Father, I repent for allowing myself to get so busy and so distracted by the unimportant that I sift through your blessings As if they're ordinary and deserved. And I'm just weeping as I'm writing this. Please forgive me for a heart of ungratefulness. Please forgive me for failing to acknowledge your priceless blessings. Please forgive me for being unappreciative and absolutely the damn broke. In that moment, I was not distracted. In that moment, I did not have to press my way into the presence of God. I didn't have to fight to feel the presence of God. I was absolutely saturated. I know that's a word I use a lot, but I was saturated, and the Lord gave me this revelation. I'm not through writing my prayer, but I had to switch over to another page, and I had to write down revelation, revelations he was pouring into me. And this is one of the revelations he gave me. When I'm having a hard time breaking through in the presence of God, there's a high chance I'm forgetting the vastness of the goodness of God surrounding me. I'm, I'm not breaking through to his presence because I'm not, I'm blind to the vastness of his goodness that's surrounding me. Taking the time to acknowledge the priceless blessings will penetrate. The hard wall that is separating me from the presence of God, and I just begin to write down things that I won't even share with you. Because as I begin, I recognize as I begin to thank God for some priceless blessings, if I read them out, some of you might say, I don't have that. Then I started thinking about the things that I take for granted, and then the. And I'm not trying to play with your emotions. I, I had a reality check today. I, I wrote down, Father, I thank you. I'm not going to tell you everything I wrote down because it, it could look it, it could look like I'm. It could look like I'm, um, counting. It, it could look like I'm counting money in front of a poor man, so to speak. That's how some people put it. Because I recognize that some people don't have have these things. For instance, thank you, God, that I haven't buried a child. And then my heart goes out to my sisters who have buried a child. God, please, I repent. I repent for, I repent for being so caught up in what's so unimportant. And I I don't want to live the life that I don't really acknowledge all these things, all these. And these are not material blessings. There's not one material blessing that I wrote down. Not one material blessing I wrote down. I wrote down things that are priceless treasures, and day after day after day, I fail to acknowledge them. So I said, I bow myself in humble gratitude to you right now. Thank you for your conviction, Lord. Thank you for your correction. I need it. And I yield to it right now. And then I just began to list things that he was showing me, that he blesses me with. And as I began to write it down, I absolutely was weeping in the presence of God, realizing how good he is to us. So I want you to write down, I know it's not Monday, Kelly did a fabulous job last night. Usually Casey and I, sometimes Lexi, are the ones that give marching orders. So I wanna give some marching orders on a Tuesday. I want you to put either on the wallpaper of your phone or on the visor of your car or on your mirror in the mornings or on your Bible or on your computer screen And I want you to write this down. Do not live a life that goes with the saying, you never know what you've got till it's gone. I will not live the life of never knowing what I've got until it's gone. I'm going to appreciate. I'm going to acknowledge the priceless blessings. I'm going to stop the busyness and acknowledge the man who walked up to me and gave me a million dollars. Spiritually, that's Jesus Christ. And it's worth way more than a million dollars. I'm going to stop the madness. I'm going to stop the chaos. I'm going to stop the worry. I'm going to stop being consumed with things that don't matter. And I'm going to acknowledge the one that is pouring Priceless blessings out on me and I'm not going to just sift through them as though I deserve them and as though they're nothing but ordinary blessings another revelation I got conviction yes I'm a pastor so things were hitting up my phone while I was having this time in the presence of the Lord and I, I just thought not going to go there right now because this is what the Lord showed me. So maybe I don't have to answer every text. Maybe this will minister to you and you won't even have to receive a message back from me today if you're struggling today. This is a revelation that he showed me while I was having this moment with him. When we speak hatefulness, when we speak boastfully, when we deal and act pridefully, when our words are resentful, when we are behaving in gossip field speech, that that doesn't show the people around us what all we know. It shows them what all we're forgetting. So as a pastor, I'm just just going to say, when you come to me with mountains out of molehills, hateful speech, prideful actions, ego driven communication, boastful attitude, resentful, gossiping, um, feeling mistreated feeling like a victim, you're not showing me what all you know. You're showing me in that moment what all you're forgetting. Because if you will shift your focus to the priceless blessings, you're sifting through without acknowledging them, then the hateful speech will be replaced with gratitude egotistical behavior would be replaced with humility. The gossip would be thrown out the door because you would be so caught up in how much you don't deserve the blessings of the Lord that you won't have time to worry about anybody else and what they may or may not be doing. The way I wrote this down. The revelation, the way I'm acting, the way I'm speaking, the way I'm acting, the way I'm speaking isn't showing everybody around me what all I know. Rather, it's showing what all I'm forgetting. Why don't we just take a second, all of us right now, to repent. And I ask you, When I hang up this broadcast to get you a piece of paper sometime today, I recognize that I've interrupted the middle of the work day. So I ask you sometime today or sometime this evening, stop everything. Get you a piece of paper and a pen and write down, ask the Lord to reveal himself to you. He revealed himself to me. He honored my request. He revealed himself to me and it came in the form of of everything he's doing, everything he's sustaining, everything he's continuing to do in my life, that I don't see it and I don't acknowledge it. I soak it up. I sift through it, but I don't acknowledge it. Ask him to reveal himself to you and see if when you get up from that moment, if you're honest with yourself, And you really begin to acknowledge the blessings of the Lord in your life. See if in that moment, if you're still hardened to his presence. See if you're still angry at the person you were consumed with anger toward. See if you're still really interested in the gossip that you were just caught up in. See if you still feel prideful after that. See if your ego has any place in your actions after that. See if you feel good about anything you produce on your own after that. I can almost promise you, if you do it correctly, 150%, you'll be filled with gratitude. You'll be filled with humility. You will be so sensitive and so touched by the presence of God in a powerful way. Your focus will shift. Your direction will change. Your attitude will change. And as my father-in-law used to say, so will your altitude. Instead of taking a nosedive, you'll level back out. And you'll head back up to the elevated place he's called us to. So there's a scripture that says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. I think one of the hardest things about living in America is we are so spoiled, rotten, that we, we forget his benefits. We soak them in, but we forget them. We forget about them and we don't bless the Lord because we forget his priceless benefits. Father, I thank you. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your conviction. I thank you for your correction. I thank you for a, a jolt, a reality check, an interruption in my day. Lord, I repent. And I ask, Father, that that your words would be imparted to every listener. And if there is somebody that needs to hear this message, I pray that supernaturally you you put this in their pathway. And God, I ask today that that you change us. And that you help us not to live by the sad rule that we don't know what we've got until it's gone. Let us, as Fighting Cove ladies, let us be different. Help us to resist the urge to not know what we've got until it's gone. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for showering us with goodness. Thank you for correcting us. Thank you for changing us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, ladies. I would, since this is marching orders, I would like somebody to put in the comments what I I mentioned for us to do. And then I'd love for y'all to comment later after you sit down and did it. And I venture to say you're going to feel so humbled by the blessings that you write down that you won't even feel good about sharing them because you'll realize that you've been taking things for granted that that other people may not get to have in their life. I love y'all. It's a good day. See you later. Bye.